Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. And Kyle's going to cover the news. Okay, let's get started. What's up, Kyle Chaos? Not much here in order. How you been? Yeah, I bummed out. Uh, bummed out about what? About that, uh, that woman out <laughs> For everybody that wasn't here, I was trying, I've been talking to this woman, the same woman I was having phone sex with on the phone, and, uh, <laughs> was, uh, have been wanting to go to see her and she wants to wait more time and being here by myself and and just here you know just here by myself is just very depressing and I just hate life the way it is and, and uh, you know just uh, want to stop experiencing everything at this point <laughs> <laughs> so she ain't feeling you come to see her and shit huh well, she's saying, like, in a couple months, maybe. But it's like, for the next two months, there's just, like, nothing going on, and, you know, that's worth living for, looking forward to right now. So it's kind of, uh, uh, you know, doing stuff like this, and, you know, there isn't anything, you know, all that. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just reporting from the drug rehab apartment. Yeah, you no, know, I could be in the worst place. I could be where you're at right now. So at least I'm not where you're at. I don't know. I'm enjoying it, you know. Like, I just yeah, did, like, I a, I did a three-hour, you know, like, group session, which actually passed by pretty quickly. Yeah, right on. I think I'm better off where you're at, or where I'm at. I think I'm, I'm having at least a better situation where I'm at. <laughs> Nobody's uh, trying to kick my ass and I don't have bed bugs. <laughs> oh yeah. But I can handle the bed bugs. I can uh I can handle uh you know, as far as I just avoid the people that wanna kick everybody. There's only one person who wants to kick everybody's ass and I just avoid him and just know, okay. Don't go to the bathroom at around twelve in the afternoon or eleven thirty, twelve in the afternoon. And don't go in the bathroom around uh, 10 at night or around 2 in the morning. And, uh... <laughs> so the bathroom's a no-go zone at certain times of the day. Yeah. But, you know, I can handle that. That's okay. <laughs> See, I wouldn't want to live in fear like that. Well, I just go to the downstairs bathroom, so, you know, when, when it's okay. But I just know there's, you know, just, uh, that's what you're going to deal with, uh, you know, not going to deal with, because I'm, I'm pretty much, I think on okay terms, I mean, he thinks, he doesn't, I think because I'm blind, he has a little more respect for me than most of the people here. I don't think he really has respect for anybody. Well, yeah, I mean, in, re in reality, yeah, but as far as, there's certain people that he really bags on and he really fucks with, and I haven't been one of those. 
Well, you said what? You know, there's certain people that uh, he really uh, you know bags on and really uh, you know fucks with. So I'm not one of those people right now. So I can handle that. All I can say is fuck Brent Moore and Terry Whitaker. Well, yeah, no, no, that's just, God, he's, that's another situation, but luckily, I don't have to be his roommate. I guess now the dude that is his roommate is six foot something, so he can't intimidate him as much. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, probably a better situation, and maybe they get along better than somebody like me who he considers a complete low life. <laughs> I don't think him being big is going to help because I'm bigger than Brent is. Yeah, yeah. And he gave me a tough time when I fought him. Yeah, yeah. Now, that, that, I mean, you shouldn't even have to go through that. that. I mean, that's the biggest, the worst thing about this, this house that really, the manager should be doing something about that thing. You know, like people... Should they have to get the crap beaten out of them because someone thinks that they don't have a job when they have a job and that someone looks down on them for <laughs> not living as bad of a life as they do? You know, like that that stuff shouldn't be flying in, in the past. In yeah, to fill in the blank for people who didn't know, like, uh, Brent basically fought me because I said I had a job. And he's like, say you have a job again, I'm going to whoop your ass. And I was like, well, I got a job, so that's what we fought over. I know, it sounds insane, even in my ears. No, it is insane. Just that, that kind of stuff should not be, the dude should not be able to stay here after that happened. You can't beat people up and think it's cool, and, you know, that, that's just, that kind of intimidation shouldn't be happening here. You ready to jump into the news? Yep. Yeah, like I apparently like CBS said um, oh, What'd you say? The Seattle radio station, they used to do this thing. Uh, this dude, uh, he's a DJ. Actually, there's a chat line. And they changed their phone number, and it turned out to be this dude's personal phone number. And it's the same dude that's this talk show host on the Seattle uh, talk station. I, I didn't leave a message when I found out it was his personal phone number now. But uh, he used to, at the, at the top hour of every show, he'd do the things like, diving into the dunes! And then you'd have a, a sound effect of somebody going jumping off a diving board into a swimming pool and then you hear these animal noises outside, and uh, that part was trippy outside of the, the lean commentary that they had, which was pretty much uh, telling everybody to go along with the oppressive government for the most part. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> although he says he's a libertarian, but he really seems to be on the side of oppressing I everybody. I did go downstairs. Uh, hold on, Kyle. I did go like, downstairs and get on the exercise bike for like 20 minutes. Uh, like yeah. All right, continue. Anyway, but he's a trippy, uh, weird, pretty lame talk show, but okay, like most of the shows on that station, but uh, my girlfriend at the time uh, really liked listening to that stuff, so I just like try not to pay attention and just deal with it. But, uh, <laughs> it was a trip, but uh, what's the dude's name? John Curley. 
and the chat line number turned into his answering machine number. So. <laughs> it sounds like that guy was pretty lonely. Yeah, pretty lame. But okay, the sound effects were good, and sometimes you stand up for good stuff, but mostly it was just, it was all just telling telling uh, people that the government should be able to press people for the most part, although he said he's a libertarian, but I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the complete opposite of what a libertarian is. Yeah, but I mean, still, he's, he's really for low government, but it's low government for the sake of corporations being rich. And it's kind of like what I just heard a, a couple of weeks ago from uh, the dude who did, did the uh, Christic Institute, uh, Dan, Daniel Sheehan or something Sheehan, a uh, lawyer, and he was talking about how the Republicans didn't get into the idea of less government until some something happened legally that uh, that the only way to not mess with people would be to have less government, and then all of a sudden they became came up with the idea of less government and really talking heavy about we need less government in our lives and stuff, and then uh, then. Uh, you know, the whole thing was being talked about, but they're not really serious about really having small government. It's just small government for the sake of screwing over poor people. <laughs> hmm. That's an interesting take. And that's like when Reagan, it's around the time when Reagan started doing the speeches about how we need less government, was when this, whatever it was that happened legally, that pushed that idea that maybe the only way we can mess over poor people this much is to keep talking about less government. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, when they covered, um, like, uh, one of the guys I follow, like, he showed a clip of CBS saying that Mike Pence handled the debate masterfully. Okay. That's surprising we hear that from CBS. I wonder who, who made that comment. <laughs> Uh, I'd have to look at the video again to see who said it. Because I've listened to CBS Morning News and I wouldn't have pictured them saying that. <laughs> it's a trip. Okay. And it looks like Trump addressed uh, supporters at the White House event. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's already doing, trying to do public events, uh, doing a, a rally from a distance, I guess, uh, And there's not much you can say about that one. Yeah, not really. But, you know, he's taking coronavirus like a trooper. I gotta give him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, you'd think the, uh, the steroids would have worn off by now. So, uh, that's cool. I don't know, those steroids, like, uh, whenever I've gotten, like, those corticosteroids, like, they usually give you enough to last, like, a week. Okay, well, the, the, so he still might be all tweaked out for, like, when, he, when did he get in the hospitals Friday? No, Friday to Friday. Friday, it's already Saturday. It's eight days later, so the the tweak should be, he should be coming down off the tweak now. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, it always made me feel pretty good, like, uh, whenever I had, like, asthma problems or the flu. <coughs> Like, I always felt really good after that shit. You know, my airways would feel open. Well, yeah, no, well, that's, you know, that's the thing. You know, drugs like Tweak, 
do open up your sinuses. You know, that's why I asked. <laughs> Drinking soda does the same thing, really. Hmm. Yeah, it Drinking does. Drinking soda cause... and coffee opens up your sinuses. Yeah, because it is a stimulant. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like uh, the Trump's $1.8 trillion stimulus proposal faces opposition from Pelosi. Okay. Well, we'll see what goes on. I mean, the more Pelosi opposes it, the uh, it makes the Democrats look better because they're trying to get a better handout and uh, the Republicans aren't. But at the same time, it means that Trump might just go, Screw it, then, and nothing's gonna happen. Let everybody starve. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to hear Trump say what uh, Marie Antoinette said, you know, let them eat cake. Well, yeah. No, but that's, uh, that was one of the more classic lines. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if you, if you could make cake with the bodies of dead people. And turn them into cake. I remember talking to some woman about that uh, one time. Because uh, she said she really liked cake. So I'm like, well, what if you could put people through a machine and you could, like, take out their bones and their teeth and and turn them into cake? <laughs> so I don't know. It'd be a trip. Mm, it looks like a... Trump is giving public praise for an experimental coronavirus antibody treatment. Is putting new pressure on the Food and Drug Administration to quickly give emergency clearance to a drug he has touted as a miracle. Okay, that could work. I mean, this is one of the things, though. Like, supposedly everything he got for coronavirus was things that the average person wouldn't be able to afford. Uh. You know, if they went to the hospital and had the same thing. So he's gotten better treatment than the average person who gets this thing. Yeah, like he said, they called them therapeutic, but to me it wasn't therapeutic, Trump said. What was it? Uh, Trump said that he felt better immediately after taking the drugs. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so he got all the experimental drugs that the rest of the people don't get a, get a chance to get when they have coronavirus. Yeah, he said, I call that a cure. He said, it's a cure. Okay, it might be. You know, let's, let's hope this stuff comes out. I mean, really, everybody should be able to have this stuff if it's working. I mean, it's it's screwed up to, to say, oh, you can't have this because uh, you don't have as much money as, as uh, rich people do, you know? Yeah, that's definitely true. Cool. Yeah, it says, uh, I hope people don't shoot at these drugs because there's this political veneer over access to this. We should just look at it and at the scientific merits. Goldlieb said on Friday on CNBC. Oh, I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll see what we'll see if the drug works. Because if the president's using it, then it probably does work good. If uh, 
don't know if there's it's still a lot of times the way these drugs get approved it's still the thing that can make the most money for the companies is what gets approved so I don't know who knows how, how things are going to work and it looks like a federal judge blocks Texas governor's directive limiting ballot drop boxes to one per county. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, I think anytime... See, this is where the, where the Democrats have a good argument. Anytime the Republicans try to limit the amount of people voting, <laughs> that, to me, means they want to make sure that only the richest most well-connected people that can jump through as many hoops as possible or whatever can vote. And if you don't have money, they try to make you jump through as many hoops as possible to be able to vote. And uh, I think that's where the Democrats really have a good argument that uh, the Republicans are trying to subvert the campaign. All right, and apparently they're saying that uh, a live flu vaccine could help you fight off COVID-19. Okay. I don't know. That could happen. Again, I, I don't really trust. Uh, I think it's probably trying to push more biological warfare. But okay, we'll see. Yeah, I'm not getting a uh, flu shot just to try and keep from getting coronavirus. Those are two different diseases. Uh, right on it, and just outside, uh, the, uh, stew, we're just talking about, now in the bathroom, so it's time to stay away from the bathroom. <laughs> hmm. Well, it looks like, uh, Maine is, uh, has recreational marijuana now being sold. There again? Maine is having uh, recreational marijuana sales now. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. All right. Now, hopefully, the goal, and I still haven't figured out to do, how to do it, but I think the goal that we need to do for all of us that have access to legal herb is to become powerful witches. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the Kyle Chaos goal. Well, yeah. Well, Kyle Chaos' goal is to become a powerful black witch. <laughs> uh, here's a weird life story. It says more humans born with an extra artery is part of microevolution phenomenon. Uh, what's part of microevolution phenomenon? Uh, apparently, an extra artery in the arm. Okay, now that could be our next uh, stage of mutation. Yes, as humans are undergoing a microevolution, resulting in babies being born without wisdom teeth and with an extra artery in their arm, according to Australian researchers. Okay, now can this can this be? Uh, Double test, you know, can this test be replicated? Oh, no. It says, scientists believe humans are evolving faster than at any point in the past 250 years. 
with more babies coming out with shorter faces, smaller jaws, extra bones in their legs and feet. Okay, well, I, I tend to think that's probably because of all the amount of people that have used uh, psychedelic drugs. How do psychedelic drugs affect that? Um, it changes your DNA, and at least LSD changes your DNA, and, uh, and it's more like a, it's more like a, a theory from being stoned, really. But uh, I tend to think that that uh, when you're stoned, you can think about mutating yourself. I remember Timothy Leary talking a lot about uh, people mutating themselves. Hello. <clears throat> Chilling, recording a podcast. And it looks like uh, the stunning findings were part of a study in the Journal of Anatomy. The extra artery is a median artery that's first formed in the womb and serves as the main vessel that supplies blood to the forearm and hand, according to Sky News. The median artery vanishes once the radial and ulna arteries develop, though now one in three people keep it for life. Hmm. Okay, one in three people. Okay, so that I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, I don't know how many scientists like when scientists look at this at this data. How many of them think it's real, and how many of them think it's uh, not real? I mean, I, I don't know. You'd have to, I guess, we'd have to find out what the scientific community thinks about it. Hmm. Trying to see. The study said people born eight years from now will have a median artery if the trend in microevolution continues. BBC's Science Focus reported. Okay, if BBC Science Focus is talking about this, then this might be something pretty for real. Yeah, true. Alright, let's keep it moving and see what else is going on. <laughs> okay, this just makes the church look bad. Priest arrested for having threesome with corset wearing dominatrixes on church altar. Yeah, I don't know. I think that makes the church look good if you're gay. I mean, I don't know, was it dudes or chicks or what? <laughs> Yeah, it says, have, have mercy on us, Lord. And this is from the New York Post. A Louisiana priest was arrested for allegedly filming himself having sex with two dominatrices. Oh, damn, they, okay, are, are they, were they male or female? Uh, on the altar at his Catholic church, a report said Thursday, the priest identified by NOLA.com, which is New Orleans. As, yeah, that's always a fantasy I've had that, uh, to uh, have sex on the altar in the altar of a church. So you know, that's the uh, hell. You know, if it was with women, I'd be into it. Well, <laughs> oh, he was having sex with two women, so he's straight. Hey, well, right on. No, that looks good to me. Shit, it's better than fucking little boys. Hell yeah. Power to the straight, you know, priest getting freaky. 
Exactly. That just that just means that the whole idea that you should keep uh, priests uh, not getting married and then keep them celibate is is uh, ridiculous. Not gonna work. That's why I'm not Catholic. Exactly. Shit. I mean, if they if they put that out in porno, you know, I'd probably want to. I'd pay to, to see that one on on Pornhub or something. <laughs> Yep. And New York Post. I've been encouraged to vote twice in New York ma- New York's mail-in election disaster. Mm, okay. Yeah, the article is by Andrea Pizer. Okay. It says more than a week ago I received in the mail, an absentee ballot I assume will allow me to vote remotely in the November 3rd presidential contest amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Easy, not so fast. This is your government at work. The ballot in my hand was erroneously labeled for use by the military, although I've never served in the armed forces. Apparently, in a fit of dazzling incompetence, the New York City Board of Elections neglected a dash or a slash inserted between the words absentee and military. Which would have indicated that the document would work for everyone. An unknown number of the flawed voting materials were shipped to adults in Brooklyn, where I live, and Queens. Okay. Yeah, it just seems like there's more and more problems with the mail-in voting shit. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I still think because so many more people are voting, like I said, if it's the highest turnout since 2008, I still think the mail-in ballot thing is a good idea. Because if it's making it so more people vote, that means... Really, uh, democracy is more happening. As much as it might be mean the tyranny of a really lame and stupid majority, but uh, we'll see what happens. And then it says, Intergy, over 48,000 outages in northeast Louisiana, more than 265,000 statewide. So, Louisiana is getting whooped by Hurricane Delta. Yeah, that's uh, that's a drag. You're gonna need to get some uh, some dildos ready, Kyle. Yeah, I know. Shit. Which hurricane is this? I'm having a hard time keeping track of all the hurricanes. You know, it's like yeah, Hurricane Delta. Hurricane Delta. Okay. I gotta I gotta practice my spiel. And the New York Times says that uh, Trump lashes out at his cabinet with calls to indict political rivals. Okay. The pressure on his top administration officials to take action came as President Trump bristled at the restraints of his illness. Okay. 
President Trump berated. President Trump berated his own cabinet officers on Thursday for not prosecuting or implicating his political enemies, lashing out even as he announced that he hoped to return to the campaign trail on Saturday, just nine days after he tested positive for coronavirus. Okay, well, in a way, that makes him look bad, because it's just like, go put my political enemies in jail. That's, that's not... Not what an American president is supposed to be. You picture that from, like, a, a president of, of, you know, like, Brazil. You picture, like, the Brazilian president doing something like that or some, like, the president in the third world country or something doing that. And it says, in his first extended public comments since learning he had the virus last week, Mr. Trump went on the offensive not only against his challenger, former Vice President Joseph Biden Jr., but the Democratic running mate, Senator Kamala Harris, who he, whom he called a monster and a communist. He balked at the participating... Well, he balked at participating in his debate next Thursday with Mr. Biden if held remotely as the organizers decided to do out of health concerns. Okay. That's, uh... Okay, that makes sense. See, now, well, the Republicans have bagged on everybody for calling them Nazis, though. Uh, which I have called them Nazis. It's still the thing. Don't bag on Trump for calling the uh, Democrats communists, because... Probably that way of considering them is equally just as, as true. Yeah. You know, just the same way like when the Lyndon Rouge people were, were painting Hitler mustaches on, on uh, Obama, and the Democrats bagged on him for that. But uh, I think all those criticisms of, of all these different people are just as true and just as valid, and... Uh, you know, the people that bag on somebody because, oh, you called this person a Nazi, you called this person a communist. It's like, deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it says, the president again dismissed the virus, saying, when you catch it, you get better, ignoring more than 212,000 people in the United States who did not get better and died from it. Okay. No, I mean, that's a, that's a fair criticism. Yeah, a lot of people got... Get better from it, but again, you get that many people die from it. Uh, Sorry, still, it was like a bug not a reason to take away our freedom. <laughs> All right, let's keep rolling and see what's going on. says less than 11% of people with federal student debt are repaying their loans during COVID. Okay, so that means people are having a harder time repaying their loans? Yeah. Yeah, technically people don't have to pay their loans during the year. Okay, but some people are, even though they're being told they don't have to. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out what this story is about. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any real shit on Google News anymore. Want to check out AOL News? 
check who? AOL News. What news? AOL. AOL News. Okay, see if they remember. I thought last time we tried to check them and they didn't have many stories, but uh, you can try. Yeah, is there, is there any done. more stories from the uh, NPR uh, people? Let's see. This is all the president needs to do to strike a stimulus deal. I think he needs to quit being a dick, personally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd agree on that one. I mean, just, uh, or, you know, I don't know. I can't tell him not to, though. Because it's like, I can see... And I mean, I can see both sides' reasons for not wanting to lose. So it's like, right, you know, if you really want to make sure you don't lose that bad, then, you know, stick to your guns. But it's just going to make you look bad. But it's still, even if it makes you look bad, stick to your guns anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I don't think there's going to be any Halloween this year. No, there's always going to be Halloween. You know, I mean, I was just thinking about my plans for Halloween. And I know I'm definitely going to be trying, even when I'm at the last of my, my herb stash, I'm going to be trying to save some weed for Halloween because uh, it's important that when I have my last joints worth that I just don't smoke any and save it for Halloween so I have a nice joint to smoke on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, and fair faucet, uh, very important uh, to me to me an important uh, I don't know if you want to call it you know, connecting to the spirits thing uh, on Halloween <laughs> and did you hear Farrah Fawcett died no okay well sexy woman died damn it so uh, now everybody can try to have incubus succubus with Farrah Fawcett and they uh <laughs> Maybe a bunch of people trying to have incubus succubus with uh, with uh, uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, nothing like a little necrophilia to make lift the spirits. Well, it's not necrophilic. The necrophilia is actually fucking a corpse. Where uh, uh, incubus succubus it isn't fucking a corpse. It's it's uh, it's usually jacking off and. Uh, Getting the experience of, uh, you know, calling up the spirit of the dead person, which probably isn't really the dead person. It's probably a, a demon playing the role of the dead person, but it's still, uh, it's still a good ritual if you're into that thing. Hmm. Yeah, I couldn't find anything on AOL News. It was pretty much just a bunch of puff piece crap. Yeah, no, that's, that's not good. I don't know. Are there any more, any, any more stories uh, that we can come up with here? Or, uh... Yeah, I went to InfoWars. Okay. Oh, I thought you already went through InfoWars. No, I was at Google News. Okay, yeah, anyway. Okay. We always find most of your stories through that, so we just got to go through the spin and kind of undo the uh, the spin that makes them not quite as reliable on certain stories. 
Uh, apparently, Adam Schiff said I would favor getting rid of the Electoral College. Okay, well, most of us would. I mean, I, I really think the Electoral College, for the most part, has screwed us over. As much as there's a bunch of people who have said there's a historical precedence that that doesn't screw us over. But overall, I think the Electoral College has screwed us over more than anything. I'd be in favor of getting rid of that. All right, it says Trump unleashed. Pompeo releases trove of Hillary Clinton emails after President War's declassification. Wait, Trump unleashed. Pompeo releases trove of Hillary Clinton emails after President orders declassification. Okay. Cool. Wonder if there was anything interesting. Did we find out anything we didn't know now? From these Hillary Clinton emails that are being declassified. Yeah, it just talks about, like, the emails being uh, on a non, like, secure server. Okay. So, was there any, any did they find out anything from the email? says, I have fully authorized the total declassification of any and all documents pertaining to the single greatest political crime in American history, the Russia hoax. Likewise, the Hillary Clinton email scandal, no redactions, he tweeted Tuesday. Okay, what did it say about the Russia hoax? Because the main Russia hoax, the main thing to me about the Russia hoax is that they were trying to pin... The uh, uh, leaking of the, the DNC emails to Russia, and it was from the Democratic, uh, it was really from someone within the Democratic, the DNC, that leaked the emails. And that, like, to me, that's the main thing that made the Trump uh, Russia probe crap was. Uh, that they blamed all, all the uh, leaking of the DNC emails on, on Russia. Yeah, and apparently, and like, they was, was uh, like Trump. There's not much being said about like they're gonna have to like go through those like thirty five thousand emails before we'll really get a breakdown of what was in them. Okay, so it's like maybe later on they'll have something to write a story about that'll be like something substantial. Yeah. Exactly. And then uh, Biden, like, uh, like during the vice presidential debate, like, they were talking about how Trump is going to pack the 
you know, the pack the Supreme Court with, you know, justices that are, you know, conservative and shit like that. Okay, well, either way, no matter who packs the Supreme Court, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat, it's going to be, in a lot of ways, someone who's still going to screw us over. Cause I just remember Obama's choice that they wanted to have as the next Supreme Court justice was pretty much known for putting political revolutionaries in jail. Yeah, exactly. So whoever, whatever party gets someone in the Supreme Court, they're still going to screw us over. Yeah, but Kamala Harris has said that um, if Biden got elected, then they were going to pack the Supreme Court with Democrats, so there would be more Democrats than, you know, like, uh, well, liberals with, so there will be more liberals than conservatives on the Supreme Court, so they're just going to add Supreme Court justices. Okay, I don't know. It's like, either way, whoever gets in the Supreme Court usually screws us over. Might probably be better to have more liberals in there, in my mind. But again, like when I look at who Obama's choice was for Supreme Court justice, it doesn't give me a lot of hope that much is going to change. Yeah, I can second that notion. I need to charge my phone. Right on. Uh, but I'm still good to talk. What? I'm still good to talk. Okay. See, my charger is too is screwed up when it runs out of batteries. When I try to charge it, it's uh. So I got that bad cable since my original cable got stolen. <laughs> it's a pain in the butt to charge it when I'm on the phone. So I gotta make sure I'm off the phone and I have it in exactly the right position. So it's gonna go. No battery. Battery will not charge. Use the proper cable for your phone. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it says uh, Governor Whitmer calls Trump a white supremacist. Okay, well, I think that is true. I mean, I don't think that's true about the Proud Boys, but I do think it's true about Donald Trump. Well, like, Mike Pence actually brought up a pretty interesting statement, like, saying that a bunch of, like, his, uh, like, brothers-in-law and, like, grandkids are Jewish. Okay. Well, the neo-Nazis don't like that. I've heard, I've heard their comments on it. And, uh, it's okay, you know. But, really, the, most of the government isn't against Jews. I don't think I don't think a Jewish Holocaust is going to happen. Now the Mexicans and black people are pretty much the Jews of nowadays. Yeah, that's that, true. Uh, the, the next Hitler will probably try to mess with. Yeah, so I think it's kind of impossible for him to be a white supremacist. Well, no. I think he's still a white supremacist just on the way he looks, and, and he, he has done a lot of stuff to help black people, and there's a lot of black people that are in favor of him, 
but in general, the policies he's pushing towards black and Latino people uh, and, and the, to me, what I think is really deliberate rounding them up, especially with the sending of the feds in to places like Chicago, is uh, still a rounding up of pretty much everybody that's black and Mexican in those areas. You know, except for the ones that are connected to the government. Hmm. And here's a story about the World Bank on InfoWars. It says, World Bank, COVID-19 lockdowns will push as many as 15 million people into poverty by 2021. Yeah. And uh, I think the Republicans are, have a good argument that this is, this has been a way to force socialism on us really fast, you know. In a seven, you know, now seven month period, in a way that we can't get out of it because so many people have been screwed over that now we're being pushed into that situation. And I, I really think it was done deliberately by a lot of Yeah, I agree, because China didn't close down its borders like a country is supposed to when a pandemic happens. I think that all, that all these governments of the world, including Trump even, you know, this was all planned, but, you know, I'd say certain people in, you know, certain people in, in certain political parties, in uh, more right-leaning political parties are fighting a little bit against it, but it still seems like a deliberate plan for every government of the world to lock everything down and take away everybody's freedom all at one time, and to, when you get your freedom back, it being done in such a lame way that why would you want to go through it? Like, I just had a, uh, I was listening to a DJ last night that was talking about doing, playing a pub in Hollywood. And in order to go to a pub in Hollywood, now you have to get a temperature scan or something. It's like, if I have to do that in order to go to a goddamn I'd rather just buy my beer and drink it at home. And I'm not going to want to go to a damn bar until they stop, you know, making people go through a bunch of crap in order to go to a bar. Hmm. And then it says a uh, presidential debate moderator Kirsten, well, Kristen Welker deactivate Twitter account amidst partnership con partisanship controversy. Okay, he, where were they kicked out of, or where did they resign from? Uh, she turned off her Twitter account. Oh, okay. Because she's part worried about somebody saying something about that they're part uh, partisan. Yeah. Okay, and, and what did this person work for? What was their job? Mm, pro Biden partisanship of debate moderators remains heated issue for voters as the November three election approaches. Well, yeah, I mean. I, I kind of believe that, but when the when the person is pushing, you know, when he's using the debate and going, so are you going to go against the Proud Boys for being racist? And he's going, I don't, you know, and he probably 
say, I don't think they're racist, and then he just keeps on going, so does that mean you're in favor of white supremacy? Does that mean you're in favor of white supremacy? And he's just trying to say, I don't think the Proud Boys are racist. And <laughs> it's like, it kind of seemed like the, the, the moderator was pushing it in that direction. Hmm. Hmm. And apparently Nancy Pelosi and her husband invest up to one million in CrowdStrike, tech firm that launched Rigate report. Pelosi and her husband invest up to one million in CrowdStrike. Tech ref- a tech firm that launched Russiagate. Okay. I believe that. I mean, that, that firm helped the Democratic Party get a lot of publicity once Trump got out of office and kept them in the news for all this time. So, I can picture that. Okay. Yeah, it says Pelosi spokesman Drew Hamill insisted that she was not involved in her husband's investments. Okay. Maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, that's really fucked up, though. Like, the source of Russia hacking claims. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know, does, does, does eating caviar make you hack up stuff a lot? You know, like... Does it make you have, like, heavier spits so you can be a better hacker, you know? (laughs) I don't know. Or maybe it's the cigarettes. Maybe that's what makes them hack. Or maybe it's the vodka. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, says like emergency message to Trump. Go on Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, okay. I'd pay to see that. That wouldn't, because it's just like it's just going to be a bunch of yay for Trump. <laughs> not, not really. Not like a, Joe Rogan's a Democrat. Oh, he is? Okay. I didn't know that. Because, like, the stuff you played from him didn't make me think he was a Democrat. No, he's just big on telling the truth. Like, that's what he's, he likes to see, you know. Like, most of the people he ever has on there are Democrats. Like, uh, I know he had, who did he have on there? Like, he had uh, Bernie Sanders on his show. Okay. Well, that might be good. Might uh, might have some really good. Uh, might ask some really good questions. 
and just say, you know, if it is really about telling the truth, focus on the real stuff that Trump's done that screwed us over and not stupid things like how he's handled the coronavirus or or uh, uh, Russiagate or something. You know, focus on the real stuff like sending the feds over to, to, to uh, mess with people in poor communities or or the uh, environmental problems and, and the stuff that the legal is doing that's, that's screwing up the planet instead of uh, the little stupid things that a lot of these the uh, democratic people are nitpicking at Trump for that aren't the really messed up stuff that he's done. Yeah, it says, like, uh, this is an article from RT. It says, scientific okay. review of the science behind lockdown concludes the policy was a mistake and will have caused more deaths from COVID-19. Okay, well, how much has Russia locked itself down under this thing? So, is Putin bagging on something that the rest of the world is doing that Putin's doing himself? I never did research into whether they locked down like everybody else. I don't know. I mean, I tend to think most of the countries in the world have, and if Putin is as much of a, a CIA, or I mean a KGB uh, person as everybody says he is, and as many people he's, as he's locked up in jail for freedom of speech, I don't see why he wouldn't want to lock everybody up there unless... Uh, because they already don't have that much of a right to uh, demonstrate it wouldn't matter. Like, with, with, with the, the president of Brazil, they didn't lock anything up, but it's because they already took away everybody's right to demonstrate before uh, the coronavirus happened. So if, since maybe because Russia has taken away everybody's right to demonstrate, uh... Maybe they have, uh, again, like under communism, then maybe they have uh, no reason to lock everything down. I'd, I'd be trying to compare, like, how much have things been locked down versus how much freedom do people in Russia have to demonstrate now under this uh, under Putin's uh, government? Yeah, well, apparently the report analyzing the information available to UK policymakers in March says that schools shouldn't have shut, that only vulnerable groups like the old should have been isolated, and that herd immunity may have been a better route. I don't know. I mean, I don't think the shutting down of the schools was a bad thing, but because that really helps people more than anything, although everybody's doing everything on the Internet, which is kind of cheesy, and probably not helping you learn as, as easily, but... Uh, I just don't think they should have shut everything down in general. I don't know. That, that, that whole thing was just a bad policy. I don't know if it's as bad of a policy with the schools, but I think it's as bad. Of, it's a bad policy for everything in general. Yeah. That's true. Good points, Kyle Kay. Thanks. Hmm, saying, uh, 
is being projected that there could be an 8 billion meal shortage at America's food banks over the next 12 months. No, that's, that's really bad. Talk about let them starve shit. There's going to be a lot of empty bellies in America. No, that's a worldwide thing. I mean, America's nothing. The now that the rest of the world has been affected, all the third world countries have been affected under this, uh, under the government shutdown, is, is, that's the heaviest toll, and that's, that's really screwed up forever. I mean, America, I mean, it's, it should definitely shouldn't be happening in America, but that means a lot of people are going to die all around the world from starvation, and uh, that's going to be a good thing for the people in the corporations that are running everything, because that just means, oh, there's less poor people to uh, have governments take care of, and that's kind of the way they look at it. Hmm. It says that uh, in 2020, we are witnessing explosion of hunger in the United States that's unlike anything that we have seen since the Great Depression of the 1930s. No, that's not good. That's, that's really sad. Yeah, it said, uh, in fact, I wrote an article about a survey that found that one out of every five Americans will be out of cash by election day. Oh, shit. That's, that's really not good. That's, uh, again, that's why we're now in this position that we need all these handouts, which if the economy hadn't, if the government hadn't shut everything down, we wouldn't have been in this position. And this is really, like, socialism is really being forced on us. And it's not, it's not cool, but now I don't know if we can get out of it now, and that's the sad thing. Yeah, I've never heard anybody, like, talking about a food shortage, you know, in America. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, that's still, I don't know. It's, it's uh, still a question of whether there's really a food shortage and how many, how much food is being still thrown away that uh, could be given to hungry people. I don't know. And then it says, Wisconsin's absentee ballot extension shot down by appeals court. Okay. I'm not sure whether that's good or not. Because it's just like, is it going to make it harder? Is the absentee ballot ex extension going to make it harder to figure out who won the election, you know, right after election day or not? <laughs> well, 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 this is pretty interesting. World news. COVID marshals armed with body cameras will be sent into pubs, weddings, and parties. In which country? Let me see. A snooper army of COVID marshals armed with body cameras will film evidence of breaches of coronavirus restrictions at weddings, parties, pubs, and restaurants under new government guidelines published this week. Oh, Boris Johnson. So this is uh, England. Oh, England. Yeah, I got a picture of that. England is, is really... 
I mean, you'd think they'd be less screwed up because 